Won't you come motivate me? And wait, and wait, and wait, and wait, and wait, and wait, and wait. I'm so done. Ladies and gentlemen, it is February 18th, 2020. Tonight is Tuesday. I'm here with my co-host, Schultz. Schultz, how are you feeling? Rindal, I am doing great. Great to great to be back on the pod. Yeah, great to be back on the pod. We were in Madison this last this past weekend, and you know we we did a we did a fair share of drinking. That we did, Rhinestone. Indeed, we did. Indeed, we did. Well, we have a very special guest tonight. One of our good buddies, Chief of Staff Robert Kennan. Great to be here. Rob, how you feeling? Feeling great. Tuesday night with the boys. Got to be on the yep. best podcast coming up soon. Yep. Uh, so I have a few questions that I want to ask you that everyone wants to know about. They see you everywhere on campus. You're like the big man on campus. You win sales competitions. Oh, wow. You're a manager at, at the gym here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, what you do when you're graduating, stuff like that. Marketing major, sales major. <laughs> It's like we're back in the high school, first day of class, right? Okay, I'm from Germantown, Wisconsin. No, I went on vacation. No. Uh, I did get, become good friends with these two. Yep. Um, like they said when they intro, I'm, my, my biggest thing on campus, I'm the chief of staff of senior campaign, Sharpie season. So that leads us into one of our questions that we have. How did this Sharpie season movement start? How did senior campaign start? Basically, drive back to start our senior year, coming here and all started with a vision, realizing that we had one more trip around the sun here in college. Yep. I started thinking, fellas, that this is our, our last go around to start the senior campaign. So we got a couple of fellas together, performed, we created a team. We, we created a team and we call your house, ladies and gentlemen, we call his house HQ headquarters. What is the address of your house? I don't know if I'm giving that out here. Yeah, you do. You do. So. Yeah. But it's pretty much called HQ because that's where we pregame. That's like yeah, our locker room. Thursday, we go there every Thursday. Yeah. We, we we change into our outfits. You know, we get shots up. No pun intended. We get shots up, a few shots. Well, and then we go out. All you can drink. The funny part about this is just how much we relate to sports. So we talk like we're teammates. Yeah. Tonight, we have a game Thursday night. Gonna go out on the town on the field. Yeah. So someone puked, it's like it's like they twisted their ankle, you know, and then they're out for the next game. You know what you I mean? Like, it's I feel like puking's more like a you put up like a, a twenty twenty kind yeah. of game. Like that's that's worth bragging. Triple about. double, like, like unless it, it gets somewhere it's not supposed to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a moral double double. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So on the double double aspect of things. You McDouble from McDonald's. That's what you you two used to do afterwards. Yeah. So uh, more of a McChicken. Guy. McChicken. We're McChicken guys. It don't matter. McDouble double. <laughs> McDouble. <laughs> McChicken. Don't matter. You get you get really really messed up. Well, let's say you get messed up even before all you can drink, and then you black out at all you can drink. Is that is that scoring like forty in the first, or what, how are we relating that? Well, keeping the analogy, I think you should come to. GZ at 9.30, of course, to see our good friend Jeff. Yep. GZ, best bar in Whitewater. Shout out Trevor Cho. He was on the podcast, correct? Yeah, he was our first episode, workhorse. Love GZ, and that's when you just get your money's worth. You do. You go to, yeah, and I think, like, blacking out before getting to the bar is the whole point of Sharpie season. That's kind of like our motto. Is that's why, yeah, we got to explain the Sharpie season. Like, the Sharpie season. I'm let you do that, Rindo, 
because I think that one's your favorite. Yeah, you're usually the most black. But yeah, you're the no. guy that's whipping Thompson. No, but but I remember, I remember. So Schultz and I, we 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 go over to the locker room, HQ, Chief of Staff's house. We're all sitting there during the day. We it's it's the week before our first semester starts, so we're drinking every single day from sun up to sundown. Like it's nobody's business till the cows come home. Let me tell you something. And the thing is, we're all sitting there. I'm like, hey, like we're all thinking of like different slogans. For the beginning of the year, I'm just like, yeah, like Sharpie season. I, and it, it sounded dumb at first. And then I was like, we get as blacked as a Sharpie. So that's why when everyone sees our polls, we had. aha moment. Uh, yeah, everyone. The light bulb in your head. Exactly. The light bulb in everyone's head. We're all like, they're all like, shit, Rindle. That's not a bad idea. You, Sharpie season. Sharpies are black. We black out. Exactly. Sharpie season. So we're trying to live this last, you know, this is like our, this is like our, how would you call it in basketball? You're when you retire, like in mid year, it's like your farewell, your, your farewell, farewell tour. Yeah, exactly. Your farewell tour. Dwayne Wade, they're giving him what a whole week. They're going to retire jersey. Yeah, but I think that, that's what we deserve is like a week. Like, oh, gosh, the Sharpies are leaving. Man, I'm throwing a big parade type thing. Hyping us up. Yeah. 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 Honestly, Schultz, I would agree with you. Like, I feel like we do deserve. Yeah. Do you remember we drank four days in a row the first week before school? Six. Six days in a row. Syllabus week. Yeah. No, it wasn't before even. Then. It was before, before. It was a week before, before syllabus week. We're all drinking sun up to sundown. I'm not kidding you everybody's body started shutting down on the sixth day. I, I drank on freshman moving day. I blacked out so bad. I woke up in my bed. Don't know how I got there. And I woke up with a 103 degree fever. My body was just shutting down. Here, remember, <laughs> woke up in bed with one of a, a, another Sharpie season members, chicken patties bag. And he wolfed down six chicken patties, and it wasn't even his Shout bag. out Michael Jankoyak. Yeah, Janko, if you're listening to this at Whipfley or however you say it, I'm sorry. Well, remember, I, I blacked out the day before freshman moving day because I had to work on freshman moving day. During the day. During, 14 hours at a time. Yeah. My body was just yeah, during the day. You need a break. We went ham during that day. And then shout out Riley Dorsey. He, he got sick literally two days after. Like, we all started just dropping like flies. So going back. To the senior campaign, the team. Our favorite part, my favorite part about it is when we're doing actions downtown that may look a little stupid or whatever. Some people would say that's the worst look. We're just trying to promote the best out of each other. <laughs> Some people think, well, that's the worst. That's a terrible look, but we're promoting the best. You know what? Our teammates are capable of. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I'd say we excel at slugging the all you can drink cups for sure. Yeah, it doesn't matter if our best player weighs 220 or our worst player weighs 120. They're pounding the same amount. It don't matter how black they are. That is the definition. Amen. That's the definition of Sharpie season. They We give it our all every single Thursday night. Thursday night, our game nights, you know they are. Best, town, best night in town. Best night in town. Thirsty Thursday, we live up to it. Fridays, we recover. Saturday, right back to it. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Robert. Oh, oh, oh. Smack. Smack. <laughs> Do it. Okay, I will. Somebody ask me a question. Yeah, so I guess I'll ask it to you. Where did this chief of staff come from? Well, one night, Nicholas Schultz, of course, the creative criminal man he is. He is. Wanted to get everyone nicknames. So this is probably how many seltzers deep at this point. 
It's probably like five or six a little don't, No, don't even bust our balls. It's probably like eight or nine. It's probably earlier I had a notebook on there because that's like our homework table slash dinner table slash whatever. It was after we made the uh, Beer Olympics team. That's what I did, though. Mm-hmm. And then he just gave nicknames to everyone. And I remember that. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Staff, the guy I mean. The guy leads by example. He just gets the job done. I don't know anyone in this world who would not want to follow him, especially on the Sharpie team. I mean, he is – he's the type of leader where he says something and you do it. He says jump. Yeah, you ask him how – Try to fly. Yeah, yeah. You ask him how high and he say fly for me, you'll fly for him. Like yeah. he's that type of guy. He he could sell you literally a piece of shit. And you would buy that shit. I would, you would buy the shit. How would you sell me right now? Little Wolf of Wall Street action. I'm not giving you a pen. I don't have shit on me, but sell me a piece of shit. Sell you that you're a piece of shit? No, sell a legit piece of shit. <laughs> oh, no. I don't. He sells a piece of shit. You're a good salesman. Hey, no, I'm hyping you up right now. I know you could do it. Well, how about a piece of shit probably came out of a dog, so that's a good thing because if somebody, you're picking up a piece of shit, you have a pet dog. That's a positive. Wow. I mean, he just spun that. Real quick, like my mind's racing right now. Now we have a dog and a piece of shit. We have a dog. Oh, we got to name the dog now. What's the dog's name? Shiloh. Let's name it Shiloh. And we have a piece of shit. He sold us a piece of shit. Have a different name, but we could go with Shiloh. So, Robert, you're a gym manager at the UF. What is the uh, the worst thing? That's happened to you while you've been managing at the uh, at the UF. It's a great question. So, like, like, what's like the grossest story? Like, what's just like the worst thing that's happened? To explain you? explain the UF to people listening, because uh, yes, they might so just I, work at the William. Yeah, you know, I, I, you I know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little secret campus. If you all lived in Wells, you know, there's a gym underneath, all the way in the basement. That's where I my home has been the last couple of years. But I do work out in the William Center, where probably our two most Frequent gym goers, Nick Schultz and Andrew Rindell. Yeah, well. I mean, I see you in there every day. I mean, yeah, Schultz. I all my classes are there, so I'm kind of obligated to be there. So There's nothing better than seeing Nicholas Schultz on a Friday or Saturday morning in his pajamas working, just getting a lift in. Yeah, I, I, I do have to wear the pajamas just because the laundry here is five bucks a pop trying to do it. So I will wear my pajamas to go work out. Yeah, I put the smile on Rob Kennan's face. This guy's smile is adorably cute, so I'm gonna wear whatever I need to to get a smile on him. He runs also seven miles a day, ladies. So if you want a guy who, if you want a guy who's, no, 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 if you want a guy who's in shape, he completed the Ironman in under a day. It's just insane. If you want a guy who's in shape, Robert Kennan is is your man. Well, should we go back to the story? I don't, I, off the top of my head, I don't really know the words. But you just brought up what you want to wear. So one of my first shifts, right when I started working. Down there in the UF, there's a cycling studio, so you can do classes down there for our group. A little Peloton action, yeah. Yeah, a little hour cycle class. And it was one of my first shifts, and these girls come in, and they were wearing sports bras. You're not allowed to wear that out there, but you are allowed to wear in the cycling studio. Not sports bra, like a cutoff with no sleeves. You're not Sports bra, yeah, sports bra. So I'm like, uh, my, the rule is you're not supposed to wear that. So I instantly go, oh, you can't wear that. And I'm like, yes, we can. And I just looked like an idiot. And then the yeah. instructor, instructor came out and told me, like, no, this is fine. And then I just looked like a piece of shit. Like, you looked like you were, you looked like a hard ass. You know, no one likes that hard ass where it's like, hey, this is for everyone who gets told to take your headphones out in the Williams Center. They're doing their job. It's not their pain. Yeah. Like Rob even feels your pain. 
it's not him making the rules. It's not the people behind the desk. So if you're bitching about the headphones, knock it off. It's the head of athletics there. Not going to say the name. Don't matter. It just, it's. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It is. And everyone makes the biggest deal out of it. And they think everyone who works behind the desk is a hard ass, but. I think we have to go back and ask Rob. <clears throat> who, like, were, like, were these chicks with these sport bras, were they attractive? Like, <laughs> Yeah, we're not letting that slide. Yeah, I mean, pretty good. Did, do you know them now? Do you know them now? Like, do you remember it? That was, that was freshman year. That's why I started working on it. Were they upperclassmen? I'm sure they were. Oof. Not a lot of freshmen go to those cycling classes. Those are those upperclassmen. They're in a routine. Oh, yeah. Cycling Friday night. Who's this freshman cutie? And then you tell them to get out of here. Like, ooh. No, they were. I got to. I got to point out. I'm pretty sure you are, in fact, one of those guys with the sweatshirt. Yep. I knew you were gonna call me out. Actually, wears the headphones. Yeah. The heads up when you put your hood up. Okay. Yeah. Probably take a look because they got those there. Yeah. So if you guys have your hood, this guy goes. They're just doing their job as he's. Right well, no, I got some. I basically do insider trading there at the Williams Center. Like, I know the people behind the desk. I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember uh, what's his name? Yeah, I took Greg with that. I took Greg with that. Yeah, I do do that. I think it's. You know, I don't condone wearing headphones from two to six. Don't wear your headphones. But if you're trying to catch a nasty pump, put the hood up. I think you'll be in the clear. So I'm on this now, and then now you just gave all these viewers a way to cheat the system. And now I'm gonna be well, now you know. Now you know how they're going to cheat the system, I so you can crack down. Team meeting, I guess. Yeah, I guess you can. <laughs> I guess you can crack down on them. I'm kind of giving you like little insider scoop, I guess. From I guess. yeah, I've had some people come up to me. I've had some people come up to me, be like. Dude, aren't the desk workers like dicks for telling us to take their headphones on? I'm just like, yeah, yeah. And then I'll jot down their yeah, names. Yeah, and, the, and then I'll get. Jeff Merle sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeff is notorious for telling people to take take no, their headphones he, no, out. Every time, I've been every there, time I'm there, he tells them to, though. No, but he'll be like, you want to take this time? Like, he'll try dishing it off. At least, like, when I'm there, he'll ask me, like, Schultz, want to go tell him? Oh, yeah, sure, got it. Okay, yeah, just give me your badge. That's right, you did. Schultz took Jeff Merle's badge. Schultz doesn't even work there. And Schultz, you know him, big guy, tats all over the arms, long hair, looks like David Bakhtiari, but a lot oh, better looking, oh, a lot oh, more jacked. <laughs> Jeff Moreau is working right now, so I'm sure he has a badge on, currently working. You heard it here first. If you want to go see cute Jeff Moreau, don't tell Emma, but he's working there. 639. People, you can't use your headphones, though. Oh, let's move on, shall we, Rindle? Yeah, yeah, let, let's move on. We, we've heard enough of... Robert Cannon, you know what he does. You know, you, you know who he is. He's a phenomenal speaker, ladies and gentlemen. So when we get into topics that he loves talking about, you're gonna you're in for a treat. We're gonna bring up sports. Which is one of his favorite topics. That's his favorite topics. Don't matter what kind of sports, he loves sports. He could literally be on ESPN talking to Stephen A. Smith or Colin Coward. Don't matter. Robert Cannon. I'm gonna bring up first. I'll go in order. So I'm gonna do what happened first and then to now. So, obviously, the All-Star game happened now. I'm going to go before then, the national championship game. Robert, who is your favorite college football team? Wisconsin Badgers. Besides them? And I picked up the Clemson Tigers. Clemson Tigers. Taj Boyd was there right when Dabo was started to kind of chug it up, and then they got Sammy Watkins. Yep. I started liking them then, and then they just – Dabo is, besides Nick Saban, in my opinion, arguably the best coach in college football. So. Yeah. 
really liked him. He's the way he's an awesome coach, the way he built the program, and then they just went to the college football playoff every year. And then obviously last year I was studying abroad in Barcelona seven hours later, and I was watching the Clemson Tigers win the national ch- championship kicking Alabama's. Mm-hmm. And it was, ass, yeah, you can say ass. It's fine. I, watch, I woke up from bed, started watching at 2 a.m., and then it went till 6 a.m., and then went back to bed. So, ladies and, ge- ladies and gentlemen, he says go Tigers. But I have, multiple, I have multiple videos of them and pictures of them wearing LSU gear. Can you explain, I guess, the yeah, Tigers versus Tigers? Yeah, my friend you know? gave me shit about this. So college football is my favorite sport. Yep. I think it's a little different than NFL. NFL, you have your team, right? Wherever you were raised, who your dad rooted for kind of thing, you have your team. Yeah. College football, there's so many teams, and college football has always been my favorite sport. So like I, like I told you before, the Badgers will be number one. If they're playing any of these teams, I'm playing them one. Clemson just has become my second yeah. favorite. But yep. college football is my favorite. I got a lot of programs I like, so I'll – I wear different things. I have a Stanford pullover. Like he's, said, got, he's got a lot of T-shirts. So can teams. we bring in the national champ like, to connect it all? I've liked LSU back when they had Patrick Peterson, and then yep. after it was cold. Mm-hmm. So like I, I had LSU shirt in high school. So yeah, it's, it People. just happened that I got the. And then I met these. I met Nicholas Schultz. Yeah, his love for LSU. And then I was like, oh, this guy likes. So that's how we kind of start connecting. Ladies and gentlemen, we have in Schultz's room. He has two LSU things hanging up, and then in our living room. We have a well, yellow. Just things. That's the 2000, like that's the BCS national championship. Yeah, signed. signed. Every every and player. Personal shout out from Coach Miles himself. Coach. So yeah, and when he, he, at his home in Pewaukee, right when you walk into the front door, the LSU that's like right outside. You can't have to like go under it. Yeah, he has an LSU flag back at home. We have a huge LSU flag in our living room. Big. I've known him since you know fifth grade. I guess I could say you know like kind of like Rob. Badgers number one, LSU two. Shout out Paul Nowak because we said that in like the eighth grade. LSU, you know, good football team, good program. I would say is talking about the national championship. Well, okay, people. Is it Joe? It has to be said before we even talk about the actual game. Like during that six day bender before school started, Robert Kennedy and I were just vegging on the couches at HQ, and he looks over at me and he says. Schultz, wouldn't it be absolutely like hilarious slash like epic if my Clemson Tigers played your LSU Tigers in the national? Championship? He did say that. He did say that. About like that matchup for twenty minutes, and I don't know for those of you who don't even have like a life, that was the actual national championship game this year. So yeah, take it from there, Rindle. Yeah, no. So LSU Clemson Tigers versus Tigers, and if you don't know what Tigers mean, it's T I G A H S. That's what Coach O says. You you gotta love Coach O, even if you hate LSU. He's on PMT. He's on PMT. Same with same with Joel Big Dick Burl that gets into our next segment. You you think it's suitable to call him Big Dick Burl? You gotta. Well, he arguably, in my opinion, had the best. He's the greatest college football season of all time. Oh, of all time. Like it was so easy to root for them. Yeah. Love Coach O. LSU's built college. Go to the stadium, the colors, whatever, and then they have an amazing season with all these great players and. Just absolutely kill it. So as much as, like I told, I was wearing LSU gear at the beginning of the year. You guys, we actually have a picture. We have a yeah, picture of us three. It was so cool for them to be good again because it's so much cooler when Alabama's not just beating them every year and being the only team there. Yeah, see that's in the playoff and stuff. That's awesome. And yeah, it was just so Did cool you, to watch them go all the way to, to the national championship. Yeah, that game against Oklahoma. Oh my, good. That wasn't even a game. 
Jalen Hurts needed a water. I got to admit, when Coach O said, roll tide, what, F you, that had to be the most electrifying oh. thing I have ever heard in my life. And the one in when, the last year. Fuck damn. Yeah. Yes. Oh, if you want to hear a good Coach O impression, it's Robert Cannon. And that's my bias, but it is Robert. on the spot right now? Or? I, I think you are. We're going to get the ball. We're going to run a football. LSU, the jumble <laughs> The jumble. <laughs> so, like, you got to – I gotta, just don't get why. Like, his favorite gumbo is shrimp gumbo with two scoops of potato salad. Yeah, I mean, you're the gumbo expert. Yeah. No, okay. Shout out Mama. Mama makes good gumbo. You know, your mom does. Yeah. yeah so – Rob knows, too. He, he was there. You were there. We didn't even bring that up. Show it's giving. I got to – well, we'll talk about it. I got to think I, – I, you just got to think, like – Coach O, the fact that he ordered that much, what was it? What did he order for Joe Burrow? Crawfish. 50, yeah. 50 pounds. 50 pounds. The the place didn't even, where they were, the place didn't even serve crawfish. Mike Anderson's, which, by the way, is a phenomenal restaurant. Do they serve crawfish or no? They do not. Not, not like the peel and eat kind. You of know thing. what I mean? And he's, yeah, yeah. he called up his guy. His guy. Like his, like, like his drug guy, but no, it's his crawfish it's, yeah, guy. Yeah, let me just quick. Uh, yeah, I got a guy. Joe, I got a guy. I got a guy. Know. Speed dial, hit star, star two, boom, 50 pounds of crawfish on your Maybe lap. Cooler later, brings it in, fries it up. I mean, that's just Bro, insane. Bowls it up, I mean. Bowl, and Burrow crawfish bowl. Just sold after that. You got to admit, I know, I know a lot of people thought it was cringy. I thought Joe Burrow's speech, his Heisman speech was. Yeah, HQ, like these guys, the rest well, of the team were just bashing him. I'm like, I, like if he he, he comes from blue collarness, like, yeah, like come on, like you got it, and, and it's not like he's speaking in front of people all the time. You know what I mean? So like obviously he was built up. He didn't. It looked like he didn't practice his speech. Let's be real. And guy from Athens. He's just a guy from Athens. Sure, his journey was so cool. Yeah, coming from Ohio State too. He wanted to play at Nebraska. Yeah. They denied him twice. Yeah, I think. Coach, yeah, head coach in Nebraska. His his dad and his brother played there, and he goes, "I don't think you're good enough." <laughs> then he goes to LSU, and then obviously did what he did. No, I think the speech was just right. It was just so like, what did we just watch? It was so long. It was so heartfelt. And so first, it's like it was at first like, yeah, that kind of dragged out. What was he talking about? But then like, a lot, the public loved it because yeah, it's just he was being passionate. Obviously, he didn't have a note card in front of him, so he was just going out of the heart. And I thought that part, I respect him for going out there personally. I thought. We're looking for a little more speech, but it just kind of went on a little bit personally. Yeah. The did story you, was great, and, uh, yeah, everybody loved it because, yeah, he was just so emotional. Did you see the heart. Yeah, did you see the uh, players? Like, they dapped him up. You know, a lot of players were happy for him, but there were some players where it looked like it was, like, fake. You know what I mean? Like, oh, good for you. But, like, do you blame them for being fake? But, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I forgot who I saw, but, like, there was three players. It might have been front row. I don't want to say – There were, like, three – Finalists? Yeah. So they all knew he was going to win. That's yeah, why. They're probably just. They're so, probably, so do you think. Know, the story was I can't remember which um, the other candidate was. His dad was talking to Joe. They said this on part of my take. They said he came up. No, it was Jalen Hurd's dad. He came up to Joe and was kind of joking with him. I was like, well, we all know you're going to win. Like they all, like the other four already knew. Yeah. It was Joe Burrow. It was Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow's Heisman Trophy. When they beat Alabama, they kind of just handed him the trophy at that point. So, I, feel, I feel like Joe even. That's kind of why. That's why he went up there. Everybody knew. So. It's kind of, I think that's what you were touching on. But yeah, I mean. Letterman jacket on, like, he, he was going to win. It was LSU season. How would you like to be, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read that right, only Joe Burrow's dad and another person in the United States bet on him to win the Heisman. Believe I think yourself. Joe Burrow's dad won, won over, like, 400K. 
That's insane. That, 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 that's literally saying, son, I dropped so-and-so much on you, like, to win the Heisman. You're going to ball I mean, out. He, re- he, retired, him, he retired from coaching just so he could watch his last season. Yeah. Right? And then now, I mean, Joe Burrow is going to be picked from the I mean, it's state. just a storyline. Like, if you great love story. story. Yeah, story. it's a great story. If you love storylines, this is like a storyline like Rudy kind of. I mean, not to an extent, but, I mean, Joe Burrow, big dick Burrow, rather. He's like, I don't know why we don't have those hats yet. We gotta get one he's, got a, he's got a phenomenal storyline. Rudy kind of has a, you know, phenomenal storyline. Story so, so let's ask Schultz, what is he thinking about LSU next year after the yeah. trophy winner, multiple first-round picks, and then obviously Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator. Right, right. You know, everyone is not Carolina. Everyone's saying, you know, Miles Brennan can't get the job done, but – and then, like, everyone's like, oh, if you watch, like, his few games that he got in, like, the passes he threw, like, they weren't there. But if you actually break down, like, his throw, he kind of, like, has, like, a, a sidearm type. And I got to think this guy can just whip it as far as Burrow. And, I mean, he's backed up Joe Burrow for two years. So, I got to think he knows kind of how to handle the ball, what to do. Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow leaves. They're not just going to forget all the plays they just ran last right, season. Right, I mean, And they just got the Cowboys all OC. So, I mean, like – it's it's not going to be like a shit show. I don't know why FPI had him at twelve in the preseason rankings and Oklahoma at three. That's just outrageous. That is outrageous. You're telling me Spencer Rattler is already going to leave the Sooners, and he's gotten in maybe the same amount as Brennan. I just don't buy that at all. Clemson Tigers are going to be just right. Lawrence I think, is back. Yeah. Etienne's back. Yeah, they're for sure. You they can punch their one. ticket to the yeah yeah. Same with the house. Uh, if, North Carolina, the, the young quarterback, is that going to be a problem? Well, Mac Brown's back. He won the national championship at Texas. Championship at Texas. Yeah. yeah. Recruiting class has been, class the last yes. two seasons been out. Yeah. Of They're on a roll right now, too. Do you think they are going to be a problem? We just we need teams in the ACC to contend with Clemson because everyone jokes it's the worst college, worst conference in college football. It is, but Clemson's in there. But they don't even have any – it's close. They scored 63 in their ACC title game. I, I don't think – I'm not going to believe Miami, the U, is back until they actually come back. I think back. Florida State will be coming here soon. They got a good hire this season. You think? Yeah. Do you remember when Florida State used to be so good huh. when we yeah. were growing up? Like, they used to be – It was them, and then Clemson kind of took the spot, so. Yeah. And then, I mean, Pittsburgh, they, they kind of had a few good games the past couple of years, but I, they're, they're nothing to contend with. So, so do you know – you know, do you know the top five? You know, without, you know the top five football teams right now the, for 2020, the preseason rankings? The FPI? Yeah. Yeah, it's like Clemson. Clemson one. Ohio State. Two. Oklahoma's three. They got Bama at four. And then I think Ohio five State is – no, the top five is Penn See, State. Okay, well, I got – Well, whose rankings do you have? The last updated – FPI? Today, I don't want to – okay, let, let me pull it up. Hold on. It's, it's, it has Georgia at one, Bama at two, Clemson three, no, LSU no. four. This has got to be like the recruiting if Georgia's at one. Georgia. Which Georgia, don't get me wrong, they can re- – Kirby definitely knows how to recruit. That is for sure. Yeah, the FPI rankings, they got Clemson one, Ohio State two, Oklahoma three, which is – Alabama four, Penn State five. Then they got your Badgers at six. So Yeah, they put Badgers high. We'll yep. see. I mean, Tyler – we got, we got two guys. Shout, shout out Catholic Memorial. We got two – LBs coming from there in the top. What are they? 50, 55? They always get a solid recruiting class. I mean, shout out to the shout out to the Madison branch, I think. Yeah, shout Wisconsin, out to Wisconsin has a season for all the Badger fans listening. They have a season where the schedule is not gonna be too hard. You have at Michigan and then you play Notre Dame at Lambeau. So if you yeah. win those games, Minnesota, of course, and I are you going to that game at Lambeau? I think I'm buying. 
tickets. Yeah, See, there's so many different. The Badgers, that's they, your other team. Yeah. That's another team. The Badgers, that's the Badgers can stick around, and I think they can have a good season. I think they'll be representing the West again because, including to Frazier, we all know the Hawkeyes suck. So. They have they have Wisconsin's defense at four. And they're losing a lot of guys too, though. Yeah, so we'll I mean that's gonna that's a big. They have Oregon at three for defense, and then Georgia, Clemson, Auburn at five. Bama Auburn, or LSU is just always ridiculous. Always ridiculous. Brown, top, yeah. Top ten players. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I it's know. insane. Yeah, guy. Auburn D line always solid. That game against LSU, I think that was the hardest game that they played this year for sure. Yeah, it, it, and everyone's like, "Oh, Tua only had one foot." This and I don't care. I Tua, still think Auburn was the hardest Tua, game. Tua is different. He could be hurt, and he's still yeah. So a yeah, hurt Tua is still better than half of half of anything Anything the SEC arguably is. Yeah, I mean, Nick Saban's playing you for a reason, even if you're hurt. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Mac Jones. If he thought if he, he could have gotten that, it done, I, I agree. If he thought you were Tua's that bad, hurt, better Tua is just Tua. If he thought you were that bad hurt, he would play the backup. You know, Saban has that winning mindset where if he does think Jalen – or not Jalen, Tua is like Better that hurt. Jalen, yeah. Well, if, if he thinks Tua is that hurt where he can't play, obviously he's not going to play him. You know yeah, what I mean? And we obviously saw that Saban can pull that card off. He loves Tua. In the national championship game at halftime, he hasn't played a lick. He hasn't played at all. Throw him in, and he wins, goes, wins you a national championship game in the second half. They start him in halftime instead of Hurts. Yeah. He's special. Yeah. He's the story of this year's draft for sure. Yeah. The draft starts to see where is he going to be. Team's going to move up to three to get one. Him. One, one Joe Burrow. Yeah. You think Tua, where does Tua land? Dolphins you, you, you know it goes Burrow young. Like, you know that. Yeah. Dolphins have five, but the Lions could trade back because they're a lot. I think the team's just going to want to go get their quarterback. You see it in every draft. Yeah. Teams just move up to go get their quarterback before they're all gone. So yep. I can see it. Tua is that good. Yeah, Oregon's losing their QB to a Burl from. Okay, so like other than we know Lawrence and Fields are obviously going to stand out. They're both going to be Heisman finalists. Who who do you think is going to be a quarterback to like look out for next year? I think Arizona State's got a stud, that's for sure. Yeah. A 149 do passer you, rating. Do you think? Yeah, that is sick. My God, as, and he's only 18 years old. Yeah, I mean, he's 18, and he's playing with – you could say men. They are men. Like, My God, they're men. One of the D1 level, they're, they're dogs, they're men. Do you think on the flip side – I heard we talked about him a little bit, but not a lot. Since QB1, you know, beyond the lights, do you think Spencer Rattler will be good for Oklahoma? We'll see. That's all you can say. I mean, I mean, he, I, Lincoln I feel, Riley is a good enough coach to make him play good, yeah. but we'll see what he yeah, does. Yeah, I feel like he does have the athleticism and accuracy. Yeah, yeah. and they just got DeMarco Murray as running backs see, coach. That's a huge yeah, pickup. Huge pickup. Did you see his Instagram or some college football Instagram? It was showing Spencer Rattler throwing no look like 40 yard bombs like into the guy's like, chest plate. He looked like Mahomes, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, if we want to talk about Mahomes, we were going to talk about him soon. Pat Mahomes, 24 years old. Mahomes Marathon. Did you see that the other day on the yeah. phone network? I think that's crazy. I'm 24 years old. Just, just let, let, let's put on, yeah. so the put Chief, on Pat Mahomes. Marathon all day. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and now he's been in the league three years. And then the two years he started, he won an MVP and then a Super Bowl. That's what, so what are they going to be talking about at first take? All some basketball, but then when they have to bring up the football, it's just going to be, is Patrick Mahomes going to be the greatest thing to ever live on this entire earth? 
they, they were talking about they were talking about is Pat Mahomes the question on I think it was first take yeah it was the MJ is or no I, I, yeah you can say that after it, well, it, I thought it was the, oh, oh what was it I thought it was like the question like is Pat Mahomes the Michael Jordan of f- football yeah that's exactly what they said is Pat Mahomes the MJ of football and then then it said is he the most deserving to be like the most popular athlete or whatever to be paid the most out of any athlete ever. Ever though, like I mean, he has one Super Bowl. Like his his resume so far is outstanding. Well, the but he's only twenty four yet. The Chiefs will extend him within this year and next year to the highest paid contract in NFL history. Yeah, I mean, sure. which yeah, I don't know about the whole sports thing, but with all the money in basketball, the max yeah. contracts and stuff. Yeah, the guaranteed non. I mean, there was football. one year, no, no, like no the, hate, but Michael Conley got paid like one hundred twenty mil for like something, and then he Chandler like Parsons got the max. Like what? You're hearing all these bench player like role like good yeah. like good role players, but the NBA money is just the max deal. Yeah, I ever thought Tobias Harris the 76ers. Oh yeah. Oh man, yeah, Philly. Okay. See, I just can't. I'm not I'm not sold on Philly yet. I just it's because I love the Bucks. Whatever. Joel Embiid still wins healthy. Well, dude, Bucks. and Barstool the other day is the is the Bucks the greatest, most dominant team in the NBA history or whatever. That one post they had. Yeah, they did have that post. I think. I don't know if they're the most dominant or greatest team I think yet, the last but three years in the Eastern Conference, yeah, they're the most dominant. I mean, yeah, they did lose to. You know, we should have won. We well, I mean, should thank, have. Thank God LeBron James got out of the East. Otherwise, we never would have lived. No. LeBron James runs the East. Uh, and then he left. So then now we're. Good. But what do you mean? All of those. I don't he was at the Cavs. No, but, but yeah, but we, we but we but we smoked the Lakers this year though. I'm so. They would have brought all the pieces in. They would have continued to you win. Think, you think Kyrie's still would have stayed? Kyrie, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like LeBron. The VP of the NBA now or whatever. Kendrick Perkins roasted him. Yeah, Kendrick Perkins. Golly. He literally I, said, why would you want to leave a great franchise like the Celtics for the Nets? That's a, the Celtics would be so, so cool to play for. I'm Celtics are like, better now. Yeah, I'm just saying all, with like. LeBron, he was on the Heat, and then he was on the Cavs, and he was what, he went to seven straight finals. I'm just saying, like, if he just would have continued to stay there, Milwaukee, obviously, now we're super good. The thing about LeBron, he's in there. It's yeah. LeBron James. Yeah, LeBron so, makes everyone. I'm happy he's on the West now, so then the Bucks obviously have a great chance to go to the finals now, hopefully, for the next couple of years. Did they, Last year, this year, next year. Did we did we see a finals matchup between him and Giannis in the All-Star game? Did you watch that? Giannis blocked him and then locked down D afterwards? Yeah, Giannis is right there. LeBron's league right now. It has well, it's, it has been, yeah. And then Giannis is now he probably won MVP this year and next year. Like the torch, it's not being passed, but uh, we got to be coming close here. Like you got to think like Kawhi's obviously. Like Giannis is starting to like have more fun. Kawhi, Kawhi is Kawhi definitely a very good back. player. Kawhi is very, and I don't want to say he slept on because everyone knows how good he is, but I do feel like he slept on. <laughs> <laughs> Regarding social media, like everyone loves like. Posting about LeBron, obviously because it's LeBron, but like other big names who are kind of like. But Giannis is like those funny posts, you know. Yeah. Like, even he's Giannis, so genuine, like he's not like a normal superstar in this league. He just yeah. doesn't. He's just. Yeah, I, I would agree, but like Kawhi, like he doesn't like. He's different too. He's different. Like he he literally was stated in an interview, like, "This is like my nine to five compared to others. Like this is my job." You know what I mean? He goes, "I clock in, clock out. Yeah. Like I don't know why." He's I very serious about it. I think, Which is good. Like he won the 
first ever Kobe Bean Bryant MVP award. That was cool. That it was either him or Giannis, in my opinion, obviously going to win it because but not only – Yeah, whichever team won. So. Well, well, no, whichever <clears> team won, but also they put up good numbers and two, Kobe trained them. Like, come on. You know it was going to be – you could have had – you could have had Pascal Siakam score 30, Giannis score 21. But if Giannis had like nine boards, he's winning it just because his ties with Kobe. I the think stats, you know. Yeah. The stats are better. Give it to him. Kobe trained him. You know. He tweeted at him, get MVP. He That's got cool it. That they gave the trophy name to Kobe. Too. I, I he won so many finals MVPs. Yeah. I mean, I I don't even want to like bring up the gold topic because everyone beefs about it. It's like chill. You know what I mean? But I do still think have you ever seen okay, I'm sidetracking here. Have you ever seen MJ slap Malik Monk for getting that technical after they hit that game winner? Have you ever seen that? Can't say that I have. Crickets. Well, Michael Jordan, Malik Monk starts doing like the fl- like the flying jets after Jeremy Lamb. It was for the after Jeremy Lamb hit the game winner. Malik Monk enters the floor early. He gets a technical. Michael Jordan slapped the shit out of the back of his head, and Malik Monk didn't do shit about it. He just looked at him like, "Yeah, I'm wrong. Like you're the goat. Like I'm, no, no joke. Like what are you doing if Michael Jordan slaps you, saying you're an idiot?" Like, well, I mean, he is the owner too, so it's like you can't really. Exactly. Like, what are you gonna do? Best of both worlds. Yeah, the best. <laughs> the double whammy. Best, the double whammy. Like, dude, you just no more Hanes shirts for him. I mean, that's. <laughs> dude, just retire after that. Michael Jordan, Space Jam. That movie, one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I agreed. Oh. Mike's secret stuff. God, I want some of that bad. I wrote so in grade school. I used to write Mike's secret stuff on my water bottle. The monsters. Yeah, people he actually did. It didn't help me. It didn't help me. So back to your original question. I personally think it's Lakers Bucks. I do too. Lakers Bucks. LeBron James has Anthony Davis, and in my opinion, probably his best teammate he's had with all the super teams he's been on. Yeah. Did you see? Did you? I was always the orange monster back in the day because I was fat. Did you get? Did just you had just get, had to say that. Just, <laughs> Thank did you. you. Did you get um? Did you see that picture of Chris Middleton looking like Kobe? Yeah. yeah when, he did. Yeah. He did. I'm not going to lie. I wanted to say it last night watching it, but I was like, when he turned his face, I was like, no. When I saw the picture, I was oh, like. Oh, yeah. Then, then it's Middleton, you know, that little, like, rat-looking face. Yeah. But from behind, he looks like Kobe. Yeah. Don't – dude, he looks like a rat. The same way I always said Malcolm Brogdon looked like a billy goat because he had, like, that little billy goat chin. People, go look at those two guys and tell me I'm not no, – I'm not right. Chris Middleton can't dribble to – do you watch so the Yeah, I did. The I, skills challenge? Yeah. Well, we knew that. His only dribbling skill is going between the legs, stepping back, and then burying a three yeah. or missing. So that's about the only dribbling he has. I think when LeBron faked out Middleton, I was like, that's such a Middleton thing. Like, I love Middleton. We had to pay him. We did. There was no one else left. We had to pay him. He's, he's playing average for Middleton, you know, and then he drops like 51 that one game. I'm just like, well, my, well, when Giannis go, when Giannis doesn't play, then him and Bledsoe, Bledsoe just go off. Yeah. Which yeah. is what is supposed to happen. But like when Giannis is playing, Middleton is, isn't going to score all those. No. Yeah. I, I just really wish Giannis's brother could be like maybe a quarter as good as Giannis's. Just, just, just it's a so quarter. T- it's, it, it's easy to say. I've said that for so long. And then, like, the other day, like, this is so funny you bring it up. The other day I was thinking, like, because, like, Giannis went to his youngest brother at Dominican. Dominican's game, senior night. 
Alex? Yeah, I was, yeah. I was thinking to myself, man, like, how good you actually have to be, like, fundamental-wise, and, like, you have to gain weight. There's so many different, like, outlets you have to, like, perform, you know? Like, not only did Giannis need to gain, like, 35 pounds of muscle, he needed to work on his footwork. Oh, yeah. He's still working on his jumper, like, you know what I mean? So, it's, like, it's so much easier to say that, and, like, yeah, they got talent, you know? I mean, they're in the NBA for a reason. Like, they're good role players, but, like, to be at that next top tier, you, I mean... I guess it's just like the Derek Watt of the of the family, mm-hmm. just just kind of there. I mean, yeah, you can say, yeah. I don't want to take any shots at him. I'm not taking a shot. I'm just saying, like TJ season. and it's fullback season, fullback. make fullbacks great again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Tr- the guy can lay a block, but well, like the poor the poor bastard gets no credit. His two brothers are de- like defensive animals, yeah, yeah. but no one's given the fullback brother any love. Yeah, honestly, this is a Derek Watt podcast. Guy, we we still support you. We're from your town. We love y'all. You're you're blocking for flash. Like you're getting the job done. Yeah, you just yeah. lost Phil Rivers. Thank stats, God. It's time stats, to move on. If there were stats around me holes you filled, <clears throat> my God, you'd be a Hall of Famer by now. If I had to pick you blocking Sean Merriman coming down, I'd probably say it'd be a tie. That's Amen. how that's how much I think you're that good. You, you let it up. You let it up to saying he'd win. That's what I thought you were gonna say. And like, be a tie, which is more realistic. You guys need head on, head on collision. Guy, it's Merriman. Head on hat. Merriman's pulling out his sword, he's doing his little routine, and then he's filling the hole. Smack, he fills the hole. Smack, you fill the hole. Boom, you're both concussed, but guess what? Melvin Gordon scored that five-yard touchdown. And thanks to who? Thanks to Derek Watt. Just like in college. Just like in Amen. college. Amen. Amen. Robert, who was your favorite Wisconsin Badger player football of all time? Ooh. I did say football because I didn't know if you thought I meant like Badger basketball because I know Rindle. Don't bring that up. Don't bring that up. Yeah, that, okay. It's tough times. Moving on from that, but favorite Wisconsin Badger football player? Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. I mean, we came, like, he was a little older than us. Like, you remember him in high school? I watched him run on track at Madison Memorial. Yeah, yeah, Freak. Insane. And then the, I got to fortunately be at that game when he broke the single-season rushing record. Was that the Nebraska game? Nebraska Snowing, game, right? Yeah, shout out Riley Dorsey. Me and my dad, our dads went. I have a picture of my phone from when it was the start of the game. There was no saw on the ground, and by the time it was the fourth quarter, remember, yep. it was just a blizzard. Just a and great that, that atmosphere. Night, you knew Nebraska wasn't going to come in there and beat us. No. But the fact that Melvin Gordon just rushed. Cornhuskers. That game that, that kind of put it all in. He was on the cover of, the Heisman, uh, cover of Sports Illustrated that year. Like, could he push a Heisman run? And then the funny part about that whole story is he, he breaks the record for game of the year, and then the next week, Shamaj P. Ryan from Oklahoma – Breaks the record. Like yeah, the, the record lasted one week. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. He's just still one of the greatest. I have to say, my favorite Badger ever. That's a tough question. I'd say it's yeah. It's Melvin Gordon. It's Melvin Gordon. It's got to be. I mean, there's so many. Brindle, you have so many like retro Badger football like posters at I your house. Though him in. he went to my brother's high school. They were friends. Like, you have like a 1998 like Badgers roster in your room. Yeah, I liked. Well, if we're talking the one in here is like 2000. No, I'm talking football. Like, oh, I have yeah, I have posters yeah. and magazines of Badger football players all over. Like from when I was in grade school, I loved the Badgers football. If we're talking favorite, though, I mean. You seem like a Russell Wilson kind of guy because you, you do like Russell Wilson. You talk about him a lot. That was a that, great season. That's because everyone everyone like rips on him. Like every Packers fan like hates on him, but it's like, hey. And they're like, he wasn't a real Badger. He was only there for yes, a half a year. Yes, he was. He's in a Rose Bowl. He won his games and got us to the Rose Bowl. Amen. He played for the 
you you do like Russell Wilson. I do. You okay. do. That's the I answer, do. folks. All right, we're done. Next. That's the answer. Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson. I'll, I'll say Russell, Russell Wilson. Rob, Rob do, you want, do you want to stay back onto the college football talk, or do you, do you want to go to a question involving the dunk contest? You pick. Your, your chief of staff, what do you want to keep talking about? Football, you want to go back to the dunk contest? Let's go to yeah, Let's go to things NBA. Okay. NBA, here we come. I got to admit, did you watch the three-point contest at all? I did. Buddy Heel. First of all, if you guys don't know, this coach screws him over. He, he literally tells him, you don't have the green light. Everything, all these players are tweeting about, like, Buddy Hill is an actual dog, but, like, he, his coach yells at him. I'm so happy he won that. Yeah, he was rumored to get traded, remember? Yeah. Yeah, he was rumored to get traded. When he won that, I was ecstatic. I was literally through the roof, happy for him. I was happy Devin Booker was in the finals, too. I'm happy he made the All-Star game. Wasn't it weird not having the two best shooters in the league playing? Clay and stuff. Yeah. I was like, okay, we got to see a lot of other players do, but of course, like it's you're, telling me, you're telling me Clay isn't healthy enough to, like, three point guy. Like, come no, on. He's not going to do that. No. And if he did do it, him and Steph would be in the finals, obviously. I mean, uh, when you were watching that, that one, they had that Mountain Dew ball, that green one. Oh. At our house, we were just like, is that the Nickelodeon slime? Yeah, the slime they, if ball? They that, is that if someone gets slimed? I was yeah. like, what the heck is this? <laughs> We were like, this is a slime ball. We all watch as kids from Nickelodeon. We're like, yeah. what the hell is this? Yeah. Oh, shout out to when we were kids. You remember that? All those shows with that slime. Yeah. Like every oh, the orange bucket just dumping yeah. on it. It's like, oh, oh, it's in their eye. Oh, gosh, was it gross? I'm Where do they like, shower after that? Like, there's no way they just walked in the freaking limo in that thing. What the hell is cream slime? Do you know the answer to that question? I don't. Do you know what it is? Let me look it up right now. Like how to make it? No, no. what is Nickelodeon's green slime? That's, That's going to take know. too long. No, it's probably this. Okay, so did Aaron Gordon get robbed of the dunk contest, you think? He dunked over Taco. Taco's as tall as a tree. And I that Aaron, one, I think Aaron should have won. Yeah. Yeah. I think he wanna know what wanna know what the green slime was made out of? Sorry, we're gonna get no, no, to hear it. Vanilla pudding, applesauce, green food coloring, and some oatmeal. I think the key ingredient there was the applesauce. For sure. What the hell is the applesauce in there for? <laughs> Dude, I actually. That sounds like something that we would actually eat, Rindle. Like not not for not fun, but we would. Oh, it's like if someone dared us to. Hey, Schultz, here's a hundred bucks if you eat a bowl of this Nickelodeon green slime. Oh, YouTube sure. Would, yeah. Twist sure. it. Twist my arm. Honestly, I'd have two bowls. You'd have two bowls just to make a statement. Applesauce. <laughs> we got a thing of applesauce in our fridge. Oh, we just needed some pudding. We got the oats. We need a snack pack. We need some oats. And we need a big gallon bucket. We can slime Rob, chief of staff. While he's while he's working at UF, locks up. We just slime him. Schmack, schmack. Should we move on to the uh, DM questions? Keep talking sports. What do you want to do? Uh, Rob, you're our guest. I'll let the host do their job. Okay, he sends it back to us. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up this topic. Everyone knows about this topic. The Astros cheating. Did you see what Aaron Judge said? Uh, he deleted his tweets about Jose. This whole thing's a shit show. Yeah, this hey, is just LeBron no, James. LeBron James. There's no right way to like, put a punishment on it. There's no right way to say is you're the commissioner of an interview. Like, what are you supposed to say? I feel bad for the players who get drafted or who like join them now. 
and take the consequences of, oh, God, I'm going to get a 95-mile-an-hour fastball to the dome well, because that, I'm yeah. part of the Astros. That's the thing. And, and it wasn't even them. It wasn't even them. It's just I got drafted. Well, that's the thing about baseball. Like the my favorite part about baseball, when they say like the, the written rules in baseball, right? So like some people can hit somebody, but it's, it's okay because it's baseball. All the rules like yeah. Like the commissioner had to come out and say we need to protect the Astros because hell, some pitchers are just going to throw out their necks. Yeah. Did you see that Vegas made an odd for how many hit by pitches? Eighty three and a half. Yeah, right. Barstow tweeted, retweeted. They're like hammer the over. Hammer the over. <laughs> Like, Didn't you actually bet on that, Rindle? No, I okay. I'm not a betting man, but I guess I did bet. You even have been. No, I have bet. So I bet the wine down. Yes, it's it's National Wine now Day. Bet on it. Oh, we haven't met. It is National Wine Day. It's National Wine Day. We all have cups of wine in our hand. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Hey, let, let's climb. I actually never did get one, but yeah, you did. I slugged this. Come on, come on. Cheers. All right, so I did hammer the over. I mean. If I'm if I'm a pitcher in the MLB and I'm a part of an organization who didn't cheat, or lost to them in a big game, like lost them in like, a big game, you would, hold like, su- you would hold such a grudge. Yankees are pissed. Yankees are losing their minds, dude. Yeah, Aaron Judge is like I deleted my tweets. Like, yeah, Yankees piss and moan. They got enough championships. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But do you think it is fair that they won? I mean, if they cheated, like, what do you do? No, I think it just makes it, it even sweeter that the Nats beat them, dude. Like the Nationals. Yeah, that's so good. Cinderella story. Yeah. Hey, so we sure. lose our best guy. No. Oh, Phillies are going back. Oh, but I'm saying Nationals, they the, win. The Dodgers pay for their the trip to the World Series. But, and the Nats say no thanks. But I'm saying like how they won the actual – they won 2017 World Series, right? Yeah, 2017, yeah. So since they won it, like if I'm part of the team that lost to them, I don't even think I'd want that World Series just because like – you know what I mean? You have that kind of competitive. Yeah, you're going to give it to them 20 years later. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's like Astros, we're, we're taking the championship off from you. We're giving it to, you know, like it's like, come on. I, I wouldn't want to be on that team. Just to have the trophy handed to me even though we lost. And the Astros, I think a lot of people like them. Remember when how awful I they were in our I, division? I, I didn't mind. And they them. just like got super good, and then of course they're beating the teams like the Yankees. Like I, everyone hates the Yankees. Yeah. So I, I was actually like, kind of rooting for the Astros. I was when all this comes out, it's like shit. Because they were so. Remember back in those days when the Brewers they were in our division. Oh, they were rotten. Out, they were rotten. Rotten. All I know is that center field. You were not hitting a home remember run that out old of there. Ballpark? Yeah. Yeah. Carlos Lee was the Brewer, and then he went over to the Astros. They were awful. Rotten. Same with Gomez. Yeah, Gomez did. Golly. I loved Gomez. I did too. That guy would. question, favorite brewer of all time. I know you both are. You guys see them wearing those matching brewer polos at the board all the time. Yeah. Favorite brewer, quick. That I personally watch myself. Favorite brewer. Prince. Hands down. He's in. Okay. That, dude, I I was a fat kid. I love that guy. Same with me. And I played first base. I love Prince. My nickname on my team was literally Prince. And I actually, when I hit a dinger one time, the dugout came out and I did that Prince Feeler thing when he jumped and yeah. they all collapsed. Yeah, true story. Standing content. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Prince. Home run derby, Prince. I loved Prince, and then I loved. I was a big fan of this guy, even though I didn't play there. JJ Hardy. I loved JJ oh, Hardy. Phenomenal shortstop. I loved him. I loved him. You can't. You can't hate him. I do. I do have to say, I did enjoy being at a game. I'm like, you just see one get belted to Jenkins Jungle. Oh, oh man, man, were there chills down my spine? I'm not gonna lie to you, Jeff. You had to shell that thing like that. Jenkins jungle people—that is a rocket. If you saw the hammer he threw in before he went up to bat, it's oh, like yeah. I got to straighten out for this twelve-six curve that 
I'm about to get thrown. Can I give a funny story about Jeff Jenkins? Yeah. I was with the YMCA when I went to summer camp there, and I got to be on the field for the YMCA camp day. One player would just donate all the seats. Yeah. So I shook Jeff Jenkins' hand right before I sneezed. At this point, I'm like, hey. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, my God. I sneezed and shook Jeff Jenkins' hand. He went 0 for 4 that day, and I just remember, you're at that age where you think you matter. Oh, God. I was just so sad. I go home with my lunchbox. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, Anyway, my favorite brewer, shout out to Riley Dorsey, Nigel Morgan. I was about, just about to say that guy brought the, that guy brought the intensity. He brought the juice when he got fined for dropping f bombs on live. Te- they're like Nigel, you're on live television. Yeah, we won he literally the- said, "I don't give a f f yeah." Yeah, that's what he said. When we he walked him off in their interview of me, he's just swearing. It was yeah. so funny. He was so jacked off. He was so jacked off. I loved him. There's. I mean, there's the OGs like Bill Hall, you know, Corey Hart. Corey Hart. He was a good right fielder. Yeah, you know, he was. He, he was fast. CC voice crack. CC Sabathia. Gosh, you gotta give him some credit. Who's our catcher? Luke Cry. Luke Cry. That's right. Dude, he he had a few dingers here and there too. Yeah. What about Giovanni Gallardo? The dingers, another good one. As a pitcher, it was always him and Zambrano, dude. Yeah. Brewers, hey, Cubs. Bro, they would go at it. Those two freaks. Zambrano. Memory. I'm watching. I'm so I'm at my uncle's uh, Chicago Cubs seats. You know he's got he's got Chicago Cubs. He's from Chicago. Sit behind the seats. Keep going. You're good. And we're sitting there. Carlos Zambrano is getting just wrecked by the Brewers. They pull him. He comes to the dugout. Oh, starts, I remember this too. Oh, he starts cussing up a storm. I'm in like the sixth grade. I'm like, holy cow! My uncle's trying to cover my ears. I'm like, no, let me let me listen to this shit. Like, exposure me. Like, I want to hear this shit. He grabs a bat, smacks both the Gatorade. Like, it sounded like gunshots I remember in that. the dugout. He creamed them. I'm like, holy cow! My uncle's like, yeah, this is not this is not good. Like, this isn't like he shouldn't act like this. I'm like. Oh my god, this is firing me up. So like next time I play rec league and I'm purposely giving up, no. di- not, I'm purposely giving up dingers. I can blame Zambrano that I smacked the Gatorade no. bottle. <laughs> monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> exactly. Wait, does Zambrano like? Do you? Either, I don't even know. But do either of you know who like which pitcher holds a record for most home runs? Because I I would feel like Zambrano probably does. I got you. I, yeah. Can we can we look that up? I feel like he definitely, definitely. Rindle, are you looking this up? Good time for an ad read? Yeah, good, great time for an ad read. We're going to an ad read, folks. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Underground Cuts. You need a haircut? Go to Underground Cuts in downtown Whitewater. Fades, tapers, blowouts, you name it, they can do it. I go to Underground Cuts every 10 days to stay looking sharp and clean. They truly take pride in what they do. Go check out their website at undergroundcuts.com. That's undergroundcuts with a Z.com to see all of their affordable prices. So, yeah, Schultz, you're right. Carlos Zambrano, like, there's a bunch of old timers on there who, old timer pitchers who back have. Back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. Like Babe Ruth era or like. All of them, all of them are inducted. Into the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah, these are some old guys for sure. But he is ninth on the list. Carlos Zambrano. How many? Youngest and the ninth on the Modern list. day. How many does he have? Person that. Guess how much he has between you two. I- I'm going to go with 85. 85. That's high. That's really high. You yeah, should, I mean, I just feel like he had at the least. Highest, the highest pitcher for the most runs has 38. Are you shitting me? No. 
I, I, I don't I feel like Zambrano had like nine a year. I, you, Hell no. No. I think we're over exaggerating. Yeah. Well, then, I feel like any time I turn on the TV, then, okay, I suck. We don't watch baseball like that. We really don't. So, we're I'm eight old. years old with our lunchboxes, yeah, guy. What's the one jeopardy to watch every regular season game? No one. All right. So, but I do want to say, though, I hope that we are there. The Sharpies make an appearance. At we'll least there, one of the we'll – that's spring break, the day we get back, but – well, we're a football podcast, but we can we can go to Brewer games. Where the yeah. ball is? Come on, yeah, for sure, tailgate. So yep. you guys haven't guessed. The highest is thirty-eight West Barrel. Carlos <clears throat> Zambrano yeah, is no, in twelve. Twelve total. One more guess. It's twenty-three. MJ. Can you guess twenty-three? What do you guess? Thirty-six. Thirty-six. The person in second is thirty-five. I'll give you one more guess. Twenty-eight. Is twenty four. Are you that dude? I was about to say. I was about to say twenty four. Yeah, just for Kobe no Bryant. Point. Golly. I'm I think Giovanni should be on here. Oh, Giovanni is on here. Guess how many he has? He's way behind a lot of people. But I'm gonna go with he's like in low double digits. I was gonna say twelve. What do you guess? Fifteen. Twelve. It is. God yeah. damn it, Schultz. Giovanni got Zach Grinky is two under him. He hey, remember when he was on the Brewers, dude? Yeah. Man. I loved him. He was a quiet guy, but he just one up, one down. Dude, one he had a, some mean down. pitches, that's for sure. His opening night, they gave out those white towels. Like his opening night. Yeah. Pitch and I was waved up. I saw him. I would have done the same Big thing. Yeah, I love getting those bobbleheads. Hey, the gauntlet one's right uh, right over there. Brawny and Arcia, the gauntlet. The gauntlet. I'm looking forward to this year. That's for sure. Get a healthy Yelly back. Oh boy, oh. boy, oh boy, making some moves right now in the off season. Oh, oh. Too bad, too bad. Yelly shattered his knee, and now we got to get him back on rehab. Yeah, he's gonna be fine. He's kidding. He's an athlete. He's a freak. That's your sister's favorite player, isn't he? Yep. Shout out Rachel, Kristen Yelich. Kristen Yelich. Ray Ray actually uh, went on a date with Kristen Yelich. Shit. Yeah, mom went on a date with uh, Shaq, and here oh, she yeah. is going. Um, you know, she's got Yelly. I guess. Uh, I need to get a celebrity, a professional. Quick. Everyone's always like, "Oh, Alex Morgan." I don't really know. Just give me Ronda Rousey. I feel like that's my, that's my kind of girl. Just Ronda a big, Rousey. just a big meat house. You know, you know, <laughs> you know Ronda Rousey could, could match his tempo. You know, just like an entourage guy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, great show. Great, great show, great movie. Ronda Rousey, Nicholas Schultz. Going waiting for you, state. baby. Ronda Rousey, if you ever listen to this, Schultz is waiting for you. Want to know what I've been doing lately? What have you been doing lately? Showing. I thought about this during the pod. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've been betting on NASCAR. Yeah, you just said earlier, like, I'm not a betting man. I Okay, but I've been betting on NASCAR. Sports betting, a lot of people are doing it. The Pennzoil 400 coming up. Who do you got? You probably have no idea. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Is Jimmy Johnson still rolling? He was always winning. He was in like six for Daytona 500, projected like six or seventh or something like that. The only time I ever know anything about NASCAR, you know, you go to the roller rink or whatever, you get in the car, put a couple coins in. I have no fucking clue about NASCAR. Yeah, all I know is my cousin went to Daytona last year, and he said it was the time of his life, so – it's pretty much, I, I just know oh, they just drive in shirt in, a, in circles. But people, you want a good movie to watch? Ford v Ferrari, great flick. Matt great Damon, flick. Bale, Bernthal, great movie. Or if you like racing, Tailgate Nights with Will Ferrell. That's more of my NASCAR movie. Yeah, I mean, okay, well, no, well, okay. I'm just saying, like, yeah, if you want to get a good laugh, going, if you want a good acting, and like help me, Tom movie. Cruise. Yeah, yeah, we want that for sure. 
Just go ahead and stab me in the leg right now, guys. Yeah, you're right. But the, this one's good, though. This is on the side of things. Derailed. That's what happens here. This is not sports related. What, I guess, what is the most drunk you have been this whole, like, year? This is way off topic. Yeah, I think after this, we go to the DMs and see what we get. Yeah, okay. It's a great question. I'm thinking. I'm, I think it's going to be that day that uh, before school started for you, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go to, okay, I'll go to the DMs. I mean, this guy was just freaking, yeah. We're going to the DMs. Sorry about that. First DM, we have multiple DMs. First DM is from T underscore Orlando 3. Name a product slash service you think you could sell for the rest of your life. Great question. Um, the plan kind of right now, if I know I introduced myself, I think I'll be selling tickets, group packages for the NBA. It's kind of the plan right now. He's not lying. Either. I don't really care where Rob goes. I'll be buying tickets for sure just so I can go see my guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, well, okay, Schultz, how about you? What could you sell the rest of your life? Me? Yeah. I don't know. I don't even sell anything, guy. I probably could maybe. I could probably sell. Dude. I could sell booze. I'm pretty. Good. I I I'm been a bartender. I, I know agree. what I'm doing. So I, I think agree. I could sell. I, I feel like I could sell anything. I guess supplement wise. Well, oh, God, sell. you fit the description now. Honestly, I could I could sell booze too. I could sell pretty much like anything that a person that enhances a person person's benefit, like anything for a person's benefit. You know what I mean? I could see you sell cars. I mean, yeah. Get okay. you a commercial. Yeah. Come down to Rindall Auto Group. Come down to Bears. What? Like Bears Dad. Rosen, Rosen, Rindall, Rindall, Rindall. Like. Rindall, Rindall, Rindall. Yeah, I, got, I guess. Okay. You Rindall. know what? <laughs> you know what? Fine. Fine. I guess, you know, I could sell some Audis. It don't matter. Next day, uh, we're flying through these. This one is for Rock. If you could describe senior campaign in one word, how would you describe it? Can you it? say who it's from? Mike. Underscore Frazier. Shout out Mike Frazier. Shout out Chili Bean. Chili Bean. Um, senior campaign in, in one sentence would be a dedication. It is. To your city of Whitewater and the people you do it with. So dedication. I think dedication. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's so many times where I don't want to go just, Can we just say a contract? Because we signed it. We did sign a contract. People, we signed a contract. contract. I'm going to say longevity. Grit. need all three of those. Okay, Grit. Mine's determination. Determination. You may not want to go out, but you know you signed a contract. You know what you're and once you turn around the sun, you're gonna just do yeah, it for your brother. Yeah, once you city. get there, you're gonna have a good night, so it's fine. You yeah. just gotta get there. You don't want to drink. Once you put a little couple in, then you're happier there. I would agree. I would agree. Is that it for DMs? That's it for DMs. I'm I mean, only that many today. Not very popular. You don't get DMs very often. No, there, there were some that we can't say on here. We, 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 we just can't say. Fair enough. Like Fair enough. Everyone's career. <laughs> so, the last topic of the night. Robert. Everyone's been asking. Are you single? Is this the shameless plug we're supposed to throw at the end? No. <laughs> no, this is not. You didn't get any of the viewers care. No, no, this is not. This is legit. We got, you know, people want to know. Are you single? 
I don't know who's asking, but yes, I am single. Multiple sources have been Multiple asking. Multiple sources have been they're asking. Because like, like, hey, who's in the podcast this week? Oh, Rob Kim. Oh. Is that is that Chiba Staff? Yeah, that's Chiba Staff. Isn't Sharpie? Is he single? Have to wait and see. Is that cute guy that just is great with words? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert Kennan. From here on out. Single, ready to mingle. Single, ready to mingle. Let's give him. Let's give him a quick update. He will not, in fact, be here Thursday, people. Though, but Saturday and Friday night, and he uh, picking him up on Thursday. Wrong. Save everything you got for Saturday night. Saturday night, he will be here. He'll be ready to mingle. And he will be. If you want to see him, go get to a freaking cycling class at the UF. Wear your sports bra. Turn him on a bit. He'll be there to. He's ready to sports bra. Oh, you can't. You no, know, like a little crop top thing. Like a little, like a little tank. You can little, you can wear a little tank. That's right. And it just comes tank off. So wear a tight tank top. Turn them on a bit. Rev your engines. Rev his engines. And speaking of NASCAR, speaking of NASCAR, rev his engines. So Rob, you got anything you you want to say to the people before we uh, end this one? Not too much to the people, but I want to thank you too for having me on. It was a pleasure to have you on. This isn't. In, this is a podcast. It's streaming. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram. We still got to create a Twitter. We know. We know. DMs. When's your Twitter coming? Follow on Instagram. We're gonna put up our Twitter soon. Don't worry. We'll be up. Have a good night, people. Have a good night. That's it from the GNP report. We'll see you Thursday night. We will see you Thursday. Schmack.
won't you come motivate me? And wait, and wait, and wait.